Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. What a big week it was in Greyhound racing the past seven days, of course. Queensland, they had their their biggest race night of the year with the Tab Queensland Cup and the, and the Sky Racing Brisbane Cup. The Queensland Cup for the Stayers, taken out by the Victorian Kalinda Patty. She bounced straight to the lead and won comfortably over Bedrock Fred. And then the Sky Racing Brisbane Cup orchestrate, just with blinding speed from the outside draw, was too good for the kennel mate, just to sort. And what a big night it was up there for Tony Brett. Here locally in Sydney, we saw the... The, the two group ones on Saturday night at Wentworth Park, the Vic Peters and the Peter Mosman Opal. The Vic Peters won by Gatlin for Minnie and John Finn. And then uh, um, the Peter Mosman Opal was taken out by Embrace for Craig Chapello. And down south, we saw the McKenna Memorial taken out by the, the South Australian Stout Manelli. So it was a, a big race. We've got plenty to talk about this morning. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, our first guest will be the winning trainer of the Peter Mosman Opal, Craig Chapello, talking about Embrace. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now. Fascinate Mel bounce quickly. French Martini out fast, and there's Fat Boy's Dream into the first turn. Something had to give. French Martini got skittled, and Embrace swept around the outside. Leads to the back from Lightning Ethics to second. Third, Fascinate Mel. Fourth, the Rail Spring Elegance. They've followed Fat Boy's Dream Yuko Girl well back from French Martini and start packing. Embrace at the home corner leads by three. Lightning Ethics look the only danger. There ain't a danger. Embrace all the way. Won the Peter Mosman Opal. Beat Lightning Ethics by three. Third in Spring Elegance and fourth in Fat Boy's Dream. They're followed by a luckless French Martini from start packing. Yeah, that was Embrace winning the Group 1 Peter Mosman Opal final at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. We're joined by her trainer now, Craig Chapello. Good morning to you, Craig. Uh, good morning, Matt. How are you going? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, a, a massive congratulations to you. Tell, talk us through the night. How were the, the celebrations post-race? Uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, the night got off to a great start with uh, another one of our runners, Manipulate, when she won uh, race four. The nerves started to build a little bit more, thinking it would be a, uh, a big achievement if we could win a double on the night. And uh, as it turned out, that's the way it, uh, it went. So, um, yeah, after the race, there was uh, lots of tears and, and hugs. And, uh, yeah, it was an unbelievable experience, that's for sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm sure it was. And going into the race, uh, box eight, probably not uh, a great draw as in, in those big finals, particularly with a little bit of speed under her. How confident... Were you going into the race? Uh, yeah, initially, like we know her habits of wanting to get to the outside. So when I uh, drew the, the the eight barrier there the week before, I wasn't totally disappointed. But uh, obviously, that's in the back of your mind, being uh, a big final and quality bitches uh, up against her there, and um, it was going to be a tough job to get across. And uh, although during the week you start to look at the way the race might pan out and. Um, yeah, with Peter's dog in the seven, French Martini wanting to get over and the pace in the middle there and everything. We just hoped that uh, we might get a clearer run down the outside. And, um, yeah, she executed perfectly there on Saturday night, ran a really straight line. And then when she cut over, she just got underneath them there and um, it was basically uh, all over from when she hit the front at the catching pen. So, uh, yeah, very proud of her efforts. 
and and how were the, the feelings, particularly going into the first turn? It, it was a race I haven't seen too many like that at Wentworth Park, where there was I think six in a line going to the first turn, and and she was out wide. Was it kind of just hold your breath and and hope that she did have that pace to get across? Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think I breathed for the first five seconds of the race, just watching <laughs> the TV there and. I saw at the winning post she'd got right up on the outside to uh, be in a line, as you say, about six wide. And sometimes that's where you can come undone from box eight. But uh, she just had enough pace to get across. And with a little bump underneath her there, that was all it took for her to, to hit the front. And, uh, yeah, she copped a little bit of a check going to the front and, and sort of managed to keep a balance. That was uh, vital at that stage. And, um, yeah, once she balanced up again and... And got a couple of lengths clear. It was actually, uh, I gave a bit of a cheer then. And, um, yeah, then I just remained quiet for the rest of the race until she crossed the line. But, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable feeling being in front for uh, from that far out, knowing that she's a strong uh, at the end of her races. So, it was, uh, yeah, it was a great uh, race to watch, the, the finish of that one. So, you just said you gave a cheer. When when she hit the front, is is that the point of the race that you knew she was probably going to go on and win or was it a bit later on the the realisation sort of hit you that she was going to be a Group 1 winner? Yeah, I think um, once once she did cross to the front, we uh, well, I basically had hoped that she might have been sitting second or third at that same stage and, and had a chance to, to run one of the, the faster beginners down. But uh, when she actually led herself um, and I had a quick look through the field there and I could see that uh, she had most of the dangers covered there and um, the one dog and behind her um, was one of the ones that she managed to just run down and, and, and run second in her semi-final. Uh, so I thought she shouldn't be able to pick us up from that same stage. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty confident once we were in front. Yeah, outstanding. And 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 I believe there's a, there's a, there's a story that you're now going on a holiday to America, to Disneyland as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You say some of these things sometimes, and then uh, now it's uh, come to, come to truth. So uh, yeah, we've uh, we promised the kids earlier. Uh, I made a little side bet that uh, when we're in the uh, Robert Smith Memorial up at the gardens, we actually run second to French Martini on that occasion, and uh, and we we come second there. And I said, oh well, like we've uh, we've got a deposit for Disneyland, but it wasn't quite enough to to go. And uh, yeah, that bet continued on and I mentioned it last uh, just before the race to my daughter Roxy and sure enough after the um, walking down the straight there and all I could hear is her screaming out that we're off to Disneyland so uh, I can't really uh, go back on that now it's uh, all the excitement and everything so uh, it's got to be a big trip that's for sure but uh, just trying to work the logistics out with having the dogs and and trying to get away it's got to be a bit of a challenge but we'll work something out anyway. Yeah, that's fantastic. As a as a father of three kids, eldest of five, they they certainly hold you to account, and and I'll I'll, I'll learn a lesson from you, and I won't make any big statements to my kids because I know that uh, that I'll end up having to do it just like you're going to. But I'm sure it's going to be the trip of a lifetime. Yeah, I think it'll always uh, remember the fact that uh, Embrace was able to win our first Group One, and yeah, it's just a bit of icing to be able to share it with the kids anyway. And the fact that she's still so young, like she's not two until till September, that must give you great confidence that there's still a lot more there to come with her. Yeah, going into that final, I, um, I had that in the back of my mind that there should be improvement, obviously, going forward. And, uh, 
Yeah, very proud how she's um, really in the last few weeks actually started to show her best. Uh, she'd always, um, from break-in, shown she had some ability and put a good time on the board down at Goulburn, but uh, up until the finals there, she hadn't really shown um, what she could do out at Wentworth Park, so uh, when she won the week before the semi-finals, that gave her a bit of confidence, I think, and then she ran um, a nice race in the semi-final and then come out and won the final, so obviously going forward, um, I think that's where we'd sort of aim to uh, keep her in those age sort of races, especially if we can stay in against the girls as well. That's sort of a little bit of an advantage there. And I think naturally with age, you'll see improvement going forward. Yeah, very good. So just touching on that, um, keeping her to sort of her her own age, what are the, the plans? Have you got any race plans for her in the next couple of months? I know here in Sydney, they're not so much age-restricted races, but we've got, of course, the Nationals in Sydney this year and then the Million Dollar Chase not too far away. Uh, are they races on the agenda or or are you thinking maybe keep her till till next year and, and have a crack? Uh, I think with the open side of things, I, I'd probably hold off a bit on those, but uh, definitely learned a little bit when I had Frosty Fruits back in 05. Uh, we travelled around Australia and went up to Queensland and uh, she runs second in the Futurity up there and he got beaten ahead and then we went over to WA and, and actually down to Victoria and made a Sapphire Crown final down there and there is similarities between Embrace and Frosty Fruits in the way they race and, and, and their little attributes at home here and that so um, I've sort of looked at the calendar and um, I think if I can follow similar lines to that um, I know there's, uh, she's eligible for the Queensland Futurity and um, I think it's the South Australian Oaks she'd be eligible for so obviously it involves a bit of travelling but sometimes um, too like that can uh, help to make them into better race dogs anyway so um, yeah might hopefully have a few trips uh, in the next few months and see how we go from there Yeah outstanding well it sounds like travelling's going to be something you're going to be doing plenty of whether it's following embrace around or, or taking your kids to america so thanks for the chat this morning craig once again a massive congratulations on the win of embrace in the peter mosman opal on saturday night yeah thanks very much uh, very much matthew and uh, also thanks to everyone that's uh, reached out uh, since we've won and uh, been very much appreciated thanks a lot outstanding there's Craig Chappello who prepared Embrace to win the Peter Mosman Opal at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. And you could just sense there how much uh, that mean to him. And now he's going to enjoy a fantastic holiday with his kids in America at the happiest place on earth, Disneyland. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat with Minnie Finn, who prepared the winner of the Vic Peters in Gatlin. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. And they're racing now, and Gatlin bounce fast down on the inside. He'll lead to the first corner from Kenya Wilder, who's railing up into second placing. Flight Risk got very wide, and Red Reactor got up on his inside. They're followed then by We Don't Share. Well back is Cumbria Days. Cumbria Kids second last, and at the tail, what about that? Off the back straight, and the leader is Gatlin. Two links in front of Kenya Wilder. To the outside, Red Reactor. We Don't Share's running on. They corner. It's Gatlin in front. Kenya Wilder drives, but it's Gatlin all the way. Way. Gatlin has won it and beaten Kenya Wilder, Red Reactor and We Don't Share in a Vic Peters Classic. They're followed by Flight Risk. What about that towards the end with Cumbria Kid? Well, that was Gatlin taking out the Group 1 Vic Peters Classic at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. And we're joined by his trainer now, Minnie Finn. Good morning to you, Minnie. Yeah, good morning, Matt. 
Firstly, a big congratulations on his win uh, of the Vic Peters on Saturday night. It, it must have been a, a huge thrill for you, seeing him go all the way. Yeah, no, it was. It was amazing, um, especially with my um, nephew and his football mates owning it. So they were very excited. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the, the ownership group um, looking down from the broadcast box. They, they were very, very excited. Uh, just tell us the story about how they got involved in him and, and the process that, that led him to, to, to come into your care. Yeah, um, I mean, nephew bought a couple of pups, three months old, and got them reared up at Maddie Lodge at Sarah Kidwell's. And um, then they got broken in, and they broke in city uh, class. And uh, I couldn't take them at the time because I was full. And then I put them onto a couple other, gave them a couple other numbers. And no one wanted to take them, so they um, decided to send them up to their other mate up at Cowra, Darren Ward. So he started them off around Bathurst and whatever. And he kept telling them they have they were above average and they probably should have been down here racing, you know. And um, he kept poking around with them. And then uh, that one was a bit naughty one day at Bathurst and um, Bo was here doing a concrete job for us and he said, uh, do you want to give him a go? And I said, oh, well, I've got, got a couple of kennels there. You can send them down and I'll see if we can sort him out. And it ended up being real good. Yeah, sort him out. You did. It was a... a, a, a without being disrespectful to the, the fear, we've probably seen stronger Vic Peters over sort of over the journey, but it was a very even race there on Saturday night. How confident were you going in? I'm, I'm sure the box draw uh, must have must have helped immensely. Yeah, no, for sure. You don't kid yourself for, for a Group 1 race that wasn't over strong. Not saying you need to get the other dogs, but, um, yeah, no, when he um, threw the inside, I, I declared him for the boys. That's why they went there. I said, he's only got a step and with the field, and, um, yeah, he should win it, and it all paid off. Yeah, and once he did bounce straight to the front, you were, you were obviously, if you are super confident pre-race, you were even more confident uh, once he bounced straight to the lead. Yeah, no, for sure. He's um, he's a very fast dog, up to about 500 metres, and um, he struggles a bit the 500 um, at Wenny, but uh, he's got a lot of speed when he when he does hit, hit the start right. So, um, yeah, when he drew the red, we were very happy about that. Yeah, very good. And and talk us about, uh, talk us through uh, Brianna uh, Jackson, who handled him on Saturday night. In a, in a, am I right in saying she's only 14 years old and that was her first time handling a, a dog in a Group 1 final? Yeah, no. She's, um, yeah, she's just turned 14. And actually, um, because of G-Witch, she got to be able to handle, handle the dogs for other people because they've moved the age back to 14, where it used to be 16. And um, she's a really... Lovely girl, keen, switched on, everything you tell her, she does it right. She's got good things to look ahead of her and, um, yeah, no, she, she was over the moon. She just lives around the corner and come up to me one Sunday at Richmond and said, uh, you know, um, I'm keen on the dogs and all that. If you ever need a hand, just give me a call. So I, yeah, got talking to her and I, I actually grew up with her grandmother. But no, um, yeah, she's really keen and that's what we need seen young girls in the and boys to come along in the sport. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, seeing some of the vision post race of, of her on, on Sky Racing and yeah, you could just 
see the the thrill in in her face to not only handle a group one winner but a uh, group one dog but to handle a, a group one winner uh is pretty special but yeah like you said uh, she's doing all the right things learning the right way it's it's only going to be good for the sport in the future what are the plans with with gatlin now going forward i, I was just saying to craig chapella there's so much good Racing in Sydney coming up in the next couple of months are those races like the Nationals and Million Dollar Chase on his agenda. Yeah, no, we'll just we've got we nominated him again for Saturday night. We'll just keep poking him around, and um, we'll take him to Goulburn next week because he does go well there. And yeah, no, we'll just just keep poking him around. Yep, and a couple of your your other kennel stars, Zipping Kyrgios and Tanny Keeping, will be up in Queensland on Thursday. Uh, for the State of Origin series up there, both in box number one. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on Zipping Kyrgios. Uh, it's it's not going to be easy taking on Shipwreck in, in the match race, but if there's there's one thing that uh, I guess that his advantage is, it, it's, he's so explosive and, and powerful. Yeah, no. He, um, I think the match race would suit him. Um, but uh, saying that, uh, he will have to come out because he's not going to be able to run that dog down. So he will have to come out and use the box. So, but he's going good, so he's in it. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. And do you, do you, I guess a lot of people I guess, they say that he's not a, a great beginner, but as a rule, he he's not the the worst beginner. It's just that he just hasn't had a lot of luck in in so many races. And I guess being a two dog field. In all likelihood, luck's not really going to be a factor there on Thursday night. So, is is that a, a massive positive to to not have to to, to negotiate a, a an eight dog field? I suppose. Yeah, no, I I, I think that because um, when you trial him, he does go quick early on his own. So, um, I'll give him a hit out at Richmond on Sunday night, and he went very quick early. So, he can do it if he hit the hits at the right time. He can go fast early. Yeah, and and Tanya keeping in the the state of origin stayers race, she's come up with a a beautiful draw down there on the inside with Super Estrella drawn to her outside. We saw her go very fast at Wentworth Park uh, a number of starts ago. She hasn't quite been able to replicate that time. Do you think she can get back to to those sort of times, the forty one sevens, forty one eights that that she has shown that she can run? Yeah, no, we definitely think she can. We've had a had a problem with a weight that's all we can put it down with she has lost uh, you know four tenths or something um yeah so we're just trying to strip a bit of weight on us she's got a weight on us and that's all we can put it down to but um yeah no i think if she comes out she'll give them give them a good show she's got a lot of ability yeah for sure and yeah, you don't run 41 7 41.8 at Wentworth Park if you don't have ability. So, firstly, congratulations for the win of Gatlin on Saturday night and all the very best with Sipping Kyrgios and Tanya Keeping in Queensland at Albion Park on Thursday night in the State of Origin races. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Bye. There's Minnie Finn who prepared Gatlin to win the Group 1 Vic Peters on Saturday and she'll have a major hand in the State of Origin races at Albion Park this Thursday night. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Mark Maroney to talk about his old warrior, Fire Legend. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing four more guy away quickly, so was Fire Legend. Mitchell Street, they show good burn in the run to the corner. Next was Pike, followed by Devil King. Ties it binds well back. 
Uh, check there was Pike and out the back was Vicious on the side. Fire Legend drove clear. Put four on Devil King into second. Behind those was Mitchell Street followed by four more guys. But into the straight, the old Marvel Fire Legend's clear. And Fire Legend through to the cup final. Beats Devil King, Mitchell Street. Fourth will be ties that bind. Behind those was Vicious followed by four more guys. And Pike, he was flattened. Yeah, beautifully summed up there by Mark Arendale. There with Fire Legend, the old Marvel, winning again at Grafton last week. We're joined by his trainer now, Mark Baroni. Good morning to you, Mark. Yeah, good morning, Matt. Firstly, congratulations. What a what a superstar old dog this guy's been. 106 starts, 44 wins, 33 placings. You'd love to have a kennel full of him, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, that's for sure. He's uh, He's really in a purple patch now, too, at nearly four and a half. He's uh, won seven of his last eight, and, yeah, he just finds a way to win every week. And and what do you I – know, I know I spoke to you at Grafton when I was up there for the, the Thunderbolt uh, there um, a little while back. He, he kind of lost form towards the end of, end of last year, but he had a break, and since his return from that break, he's only missed a, a place on the one occasion in something like 15 starts of – did he have an issue at the back half of last year that took some time to to get over, and or has there been something you've done with his training that's that sort of got him back to that that form that he's showing at the moment? Yeah, well, I needed, I knew he he would need a break because he'd been through his whole career uninjured, and he'd he'd never really had a break from sixteen months of age right through to nearly four year old. So. I thought if I, if I want him to race on, I, he's got to have a spell somewhere along the line. And I actually, I was going to give him a spell last Christmas, and he he went out in a match race with Bandit Ned and got beaten the nose in twenty nine seven. I thought, well, I can't spell him now; he's going too well. But um, yeah, just after the Gosford Cup, I just decided to give him uh, six weeks off. I sent him to a mate's place at Port Macquarie where there's no dogs or nothing. He just laid around in the paddock for for a few weeks, you know, just having a bit of a holiday. And, yeah, since he's come back, he, as you said, he's only missed a place once in about 15 starts, and I think he's won about 10 of them. So, yeah, it's really, really done him the world of good and really rejuvenated him. Yeah, absolutely. And just... Going back to early on in his career, he started off in Victoria. He was trained down there by Jason Thompson. How did you come about getting getting him to, to your kennels? Yeah, well, I own the dog, so um, he had his first five or six starts here, and he was just he was just absolutely flying. And I was like, right from the day I broke him in, and I, I was pretty sure I was going to get a stud dog. You know, he was going that well, so. Yeah. I thought I'd send him to Jason because there's a lot of big races down there and and you get a bit more prestige and but uh, he just kept finding there was a few superstars around at the time Shimmer Shine Simon told Helen and a couple of others and he was running close seconds to him everywhere he went you know so we decided to bring him back home well Jason and myself decided that he'd be better off up here chasing the cups around the around the country circuit and um yeah and it was a good move he's he's just sort of you know he's he's break a track record and he's run placings in group ones pours of thunder he won a Lismore cup and um 
yeah, he's just gone from strength to strength his whole career, and just at the moment he seems to be in a real, real purple patch at the moment. Yeah, absolutely, and he's he's great. As that said, is of course he's he's high early speed, and I guess it it takes takes luck out of the equation, particularly early on in a race, and it's such an advantage if you can jump straight to the front and then. Uh, if anything happens behind and you race away and it's almost all over, so um... yeah, he's a, he's always had that that early speed. He can run them first set, first and second sections, and um, you know that that puts him into every every contest he's in pretty well. And boxers don't seem to worry him. He can go from anywhere when you got that speed. And like he draws out wide, he runs down the outside. He draws the inside. He rails hard. So. He's just a, you know, he's just a race dog and a and a real good one at that. Yeah, and that's that's all you can ask for, I suppose. With 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 a greyhound like that, is to just to do everything right, and and he does do that. Now tomorrow night in the the Sprinters Cup final, you've drawn box four, but as you just touched on, boxes generally don't matter too much to him. It's a, it's a very strong race. Who who are the some of the the dangers uh, from your eyes in the race? Oh, I think Typhoon Sammy's going to be the dog to beat. He's really drawn well, um, you know, and he's he's a cup winner in Victoria. He's won a couple of country cups, won a heat of the Melbourne Cup, and uh, he's definitely the class dog of the field. I would imagine he'll start favourite. But, um, yeah, I'm, I sort of, every week I, I worry about the opposition a little bit, but I think they're more worried about us these days. He just seems to, seems to get the job done. He's he's won on twenty different tracks now, so they all come alike to him, you know, wherever he goes. Yeah, well, he's he's been quite remarkable, and I'm sure he'll be he'll be very hard to beat tomorrow night, and especially so if he if he gets the start right, which he's which he's doing in incredible fashion at the moment. Is there a, a going forward with him? Is there a chance we'll see him back at Wentworth Park? Of course, the Masters Meteor. It's only a couple of months away. Yeah, oh, for sure. That's his. That'll be his main aim. It's only about eight or nine weeks away now. So um, he had a few issues with the wrist going through the the last Masters Meteor, and um, we found found a really good product that's that's um, fixed his wrist. It's made of shark cartilage and abalone, and a few other seafood things, and. Um, seafood, sea things anyway <laughs> but uh, that's really fixed him up and since he's been on that he's won, he's won 7 out of 8 since he's been on that and he's never got sore in the wrist since so definitely that Masters is, a, is his main aim this campaign and we'll just find a few races if there's not a Masters on he's good enough to go around in free for all so like Grafton he's had 6 starts for 5 wins so um yeah, there'll be something around for him until September. Yeah, well, with the the form that he's in, he's he's going to be very very hard to beat in the the Masters Meteor as well. Now he's won forty four races. Is it something you've thought of? You'd love to get him up to to fifty wins uh, before he finishes his career. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, that's another aim. Uh, but like the way he's going, the way he feels, if you if you've seen the dog he, he still thinks he's two year old. He scratches up the ground when he's walking. I slip him up the race course at Grafton every week along the back straight of the horse track. 
and he come he flies up there like he's chasing a lure, which he all he's chasing is the whistle at the other end. And um he's just got a new he's 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 like a two year old. You wouldn't even know he was an old dog unless somebody told you. Well he might end up with sixty or seventy wins if if that's yeah, the case. That, well that is possible because he you know, he he's only four years and three months old, I think, so you know, barring injuries, he'll race through to the end of this year for sure, at least. Yeah, well, with the form he's in, he's he's going to win plenty more races, I would have thought. Well, firstly, uh, good luck tomorrow night in the Sprinters' Cup final and then, of course, going forward with the target being the Masters Meteor in a couple of months' time. Yep, good on you, Matt. Thanks, for, thanks mate. No problem. There's Mark Baroni, who prepares Fire Legend, the old warrior, to go around in the Sprinters' Cup at Grafton tomorrow night. That'll be the feature this week, that Sprinters Cup meeting at Grafton tomorrow night. Until next week, take care. Podcasts will be up online soon and many winners.